Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 39. (laughs) Go suck a duck. Wow. Wow. I don't think that's appropriate to tell our our guests. Tell you you. specifically you, yeah. You. Anyway, my name is Doc, and I have two awesome co-hosts with me, and every week we go over the news. Now we're awesome. Uh, Just a second ago, I was sucking a duck, so... I can I can take that away from you. <laughs> anyway, every Sorry, week the three of going. us love to go over the news that was, the news that might be, and any cool community news that happens in the world of Wildstar Online. As always, I have my awesome co-hosts, Krug. Hi, I'm Krug, and I am awesome co-host number one. That's right. I'm number one. And the one who's sucking duck this week. <laughs> Indigo. <laughs> Indigo. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good. Uh, I'm going good, actually. Very so, good. So, Indigo, let's start off with you. How was your week this week? Uh, my my week was actually really awesome. Um, I, I want to tell a very, very funny story about uh, you and me PvPing this week. Me and you, so, you and me together. So, so because we're both 50, <coughs> Krug. <coughs> uh, we've I'm been- sorry. It's not my fault anymore. It's now Rabid's responsibility to get me to level 50. <laughs> Oh, what? Please direct, please direct all complaints to Rabbit. Uh, that she will, she'll help you out with that. <sighs> wow. Anyways, so, so uh, Doc and I are fifty, and so we are PvPing a ton. And so uh, I get a, a private message from uh, Baz, like he's like, "Hey man, what's up?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, you're in game. You should you should queue up with us. We're in a we're in a game right now, but you should join us." Well, funny enough, he actually was in the same game we were in, and the only reason I know that is because someone in chat goes, "Oh my god, is, are you the Bazil?" And we started dying on. <laughs> oh my god, it was just three lines. O M G. The Basile? <laughs> it was so funny because we just started berating him and harassing him as soon as he got on vent. We're like, oh my god, is the Basile that's on vent right now? Oh my god. Oh my god. But, but here's the thing we, 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 we don't think of Baz- as Baz as the Basile. We just think of him as Baz. Yeah. So yeah, it, just, it blew our mind that someone was like, oh. <gasps> It was it was it was mo- the most amazing thing ever. Honestly, no matter what we think of Baz as, the fact that anybody says <gasps> to Baz is weird. <laughs> if anybody did it to you two, I'd still laugh at you two too. Yeah. Oh my god, are you the Krug? The I've been Krug? I've been recognized in game before. It's it's a weird experience, uh, and I don't really know how I feel about it. Uh, <laughs> at least so far, it hasn't been ew. You're Krug, that guy from that podcast. That <laughs> is a total asshole. Now I've had people people uh, talk to me about the podcasting game. It's it's kind of nice to it's to really fun actually and to play the game at the same time. It's good. Um, the second really funny thing that happened to me this week is again PvPing in WildStar, um, running around and uh, Daggerstone Pass popped, and I was like, oh sweet! This What's awesome. Daggerstone Pass? That is, is that is exactly what everyone was saying. They're like. What the hell map is this? Is this drop five? <laughs> yep. Has someone released drop five Welcome early? Welcome to the future of PvP. Isn't that the silliest thing? People are just like, oh, this is drop five content. Like, really? Are you that out of time? <laughs> well, here's the thing. One of the dailies this week was do two Daggerstone Pass uh, matches. Uh-huh. We queued specifically for Daggerstone Pass, and it didn't pop. Yeah. But it it popped on random and it was awesome. It was great. I've been PvPing so much in game. It's not even funny. Like it's I've been I've been having a major blast in the game and I've been playing way more than I've been playing in the past and it's it's a wonderful wonderful thing. So uh, that that's my week. Um, what about you, Krug? How See, was your week? I should have gone first because this is anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did this. I did this thing. Uh, so I, I work, uh, and, and part, one of the buildings that my job owns is a warehouse. So I was in this warehouse setting some stuff up, and uh, I took my phone out, and I dropped it. And I tried to catch it, and in the process of catching it, I basically, like, swiped at it. And so it had, like, it just, I just spun it, basically, in the air. And it landed on the ground, and it shattered. The screen just shattered into a jillion pieces. And then the screen actually, like, the entire screen part separated from the rest of the phone. So they were two different pieces. So so needless to say, uh, my phone broke. So I went into the Apple Store because I have an iPhone. And I was like, hey, I need a new phone. They were like, what happened? I told them some bullshit about how, like, a forklift dropped, like, a fork on it or something. <laughs> Like that. And they were like, oh, that sucks. Uh, I had a jailbroken phone. This is a little side for those of you with iPhones that jailbreak and are, like, worried about warranty stuff. Uh, I took it in, 
like with the jailbreak still there because I didn't want to play with it. And, you know, yeah. it was in multiple pieces. There's a battery in there. I don't even want it on. And they were like, okay, we have to turn it on to wipe it. And I was like, okay. Your call. Yeah, if it if I, I don't take any responsibility for what happens after this point. So I turned it on and they see my notifications, which look weird because I have a special jailbroken thing that handles notifications for me. And they were like, Oh, that's so cool. What is that? And I'm like, it's a jailbreak. And they're like, Oh, don't even worry about that. It's a hardware issue. We're not gonna like knock you for, for jailbreaking. It's like, <laughs> Yes, awesome. And then we sat there for like <laughs> ten minutes going over all the cool jailbreak things that I have. It was adorable. So my phone broke, my authenticator was on my phone. Uh, and so I couldn't get on for a while, but it's fixed now. So today, tomorrow night, uh, I'll be on Wildstar again. And wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh you, you oh. have to thank someone as well. Thank whom? Rabid for going around and leveling we, with you. We did no, that no, last no. week. You, did you thank her? Yeah, last week. Oh, oh, okay. I thought we talked about it last week. If I didn't talk about this last well, week. Well, your voice got an extra octave higher, so I don't know if it's true or not. That's what <laughs> happens when people put me on blast, all right? <laughs> I don't need to do that. Uh, yeah, last week it was really fun. I was leveling with Rabid uh, for a long time, and it was really fun. And uh, also, we didn't introduce our um, other two guests, which are Dog and Dog, the two most annoying dogs. Uh, so leave my dogs alone. Color commentary is provided later. Also, one last thing about this week: I'm currently at Indigo's place, uh, which is very, very strongly smelling of bacon. So if I start <laughs> drooling in the middle of the episode, it's because it smells like bacon in here. Oh, my God. Um, I, I'd kill to be in a place like that right now. <laughs> I ate, ate slices of bacon this morning, and it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, how was your week? Uh, my week was really busy. I ended up getting a raise at work, so I got a new office at work. But what? now I can't, can't play, this? I can't play games anymore when I work. Oh, Wait, can you... Can you tell us what your new title is? No, I'm still IT. They're just having me. They're giving me like an extra little bit of uh, stuff that's kind of trivial, but it's giving me a lot of hassle because of just stuff you don't want to hear about. It's it's it, that part's literally just little pieces of crap. Uh, let's see. So I can't really play awesome, at work. Congratulations! And, well, thank you. Uh, I have some extra work outside of work. I can't play many games this week. I did PvP with with Indigo, and then I went to WonderCon. Yeah, and I literally. Just got back for like two hours ago from WonderCon, and I got this awesome Baymax hat. It's okay. Are you saying Betamax? What is that? Explain, please. Just I know we're in the middle of a podcast. I just want to know <laughs> because you, you've asked about ten times before the podcast. I, I said it. Did like, not answer. I, I, I you've <laughs> never seen Big Hero Six? No. Baymax. B a y m a x. Bay, as in like hashtag Bay. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> just keep going. Just anyway, keep going. Anyway, okay. I'll make it quick because we have, we have stuff to go with over. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a phenomenal weekend. I went Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, I ran into um, uh, Samwise from Blizzard. He had a booth. He, he, he takes WonderCon off every year and he has a booth. And it's just him and Christine. And they have all his art. I got to talk to him for like 10, 15 minutes because no, no, no one knew he was there. And he told me this new story he's working on about a dwarf that's, like, stranded in the future of elves. It was really funny. And uh, he's such a cool guy. Like, a minute after that, I ran into Stan Sakai, who, for those of you who don't know, is the creator of Usagi Yojimbo. One of the best running indie comics I've ever read. And you should all go, go, go read it. He sketched me a drawing, which is on the back of my wall now. It's amazing. I got to do a whole bunch of cool stuff. Sunday, I have a friend who... Got a booth this year, and she needed someone to help her out with scheduling and, and money and all that kind of stuff and help her run stuff. So I sat in, and I just started sketching for fun because that's what I do. I do design, and I, I, I draw. Uh, I She started passing people to me, like legitimately saying, oh, well, I'm busy at the moment, but talk to my friend. He draws too. I'm like, um, I didn't come here to draw, and it's not my booth, so I, I don't think I can take money. Uh, they don't care. I literally start getting commissions. At a booth that's not even mine. I got to run a Comic-Con booth for like five hours. That's really awesome. I got to meet one of the animators from How to Train Your Dragon, and he follows me on Facebook already. Which is weird. Which is weird. And and that's, uh, oh my god, I'm just at a loss for words. And as I leave, one of the guys from, from WonderCon says, here, take this, fill it out, return it. And it's one of their first, first come, first serve, uh, it's not registration officially, but your name is now in the hat. You get the first. They get the, like the first way emails when WonderCon comes back next year to get your own booth. 
So now I might have to actually get a booth next year and Ooh. actually do art and, and print stuff out and stuff. And, and stuff. So Krug and I have to get tickets and harass you. Got it. Possibly. Yep. And I Absolutely. got my PvP guns, which were awesome because now I'm melting through stuff. Oh. <laughs> Come on now. Anyway, that is it for the, <laughs> That's it for our weeks in Wildstar. And uh, I do I do art. I do art. And uh, this week we're going over the strange tales of the week. And to start it all off, oh, we're going to get into a li- another heated topic amongst every gaming community, not just our own. And it is the dreaded three-letter word L-F-R. And specifically, time travel... for Rabbit? She's in chat. Looking Next topic. Krug solves everything. Go Krug. Woohoo. <laughs> Looking for raid. Oh. For those of you that don't know. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, so every game has some kind of a looking for group mechanic. We have that with the randoms and the queues. For raids, we don't have that right now. It's just Datascape and genetic archives. Mm-hmm. So time travel literally asks in the forums, I'm going, quote, I'm curious. For folks in favor of LFR, what are you looking for? He has a list of some ideas and some some points that he's seen in other games before and what do we want or what would we like. And people are starting to reply to that quite a bit, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, as I've last checked this moment, we've got 28 pages of replies. Oh, my God, it's absurd. <laughs> and these aren't just people yelling, make it free to play in the chat. They're no, no, these going... are legitimate comments. These yeah, great. it's quite awesome. If you've not seen this yet, follow the link. And yeah. throw in your two cents because, as they've already talked about with the city stuff with Cadium, uh, we've already proven that the, that these guys are listening. And LFR, some people are really mixed on it. I know Krug doesn't have much experience with LFR in games, since this is his first true MMO. Correct. Uh, I believe Indigo's had some experience with an LFR mechanic in some games. What do you guys think about it, as a person so, who's never tried it and a person who has had experience with it? Let me go first because my mind's probably going to include questions. Uh, so from what I understand, this is exactly the way that the dungeon queue thing would, would work, except for with a larger group of people. Essentially, you would yeah. queue for the content you want, and then you simply have a timer, just like you're queuing for a PvP battleground or a group. Right. So, with the kind of complexity of those instances with raids, uh, whether it's... No matter, no matter which one we're talking about, um, the coordination is really important. So, if something like that were to happen... One, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be correct to start, uh, like if there's a timer in those instances for specific achievements, that timer would have to start after the group left a certain area so that they can have time to like all get into the same voice chat. Really, ideally, what I would say is that it should be enabled in-game, voice chat in-game for pugs, uh, but I don't think that's feasible. So at the very least, don't start any timers until they leave a specific area so they have time to kind of coordinate themselves. Um also, it's just kind of like complex mechanics that you norm- people that are good at them would only do them with people they trust. So I feel like it might be kind of frustrating for people uh, to wait for that thing to pop. Any and that that's really those are really my two thoughts. Like you have to give them a chance to get organized, give people a chance to kind of figure out what's going on, where the, what their role is, who the leader is. That's kind of difficult. How do you figure out who's leading the raid if you just have a bunch of people? And and once they're done with all that, then allow them to start the instance, you know, in after a specific amount of time. And then the other thing is these all sound like more questions and they are like like opinions about what you, you like you, how you feel about the uh, well, implementation that's what, of That's what they are cuz I don't I, I have no opinions on how to implement it until I know okay. how these so, questions are answered. So it, at least when I was playing WoW um uh, LFR the way it worked is you you already had a core group of people so it's like you had a a small guild and you didn't have the total number of people that you wanted to get but you mm-hmm. you you know you had you had a core amount so for example let's just say so you queued so, with like fifteen people yeah and, and then you try- pug the last five yeah exactly gotcha. And so you would pug the last five, you would run through, or for example, say you have a group of 20 and your 20th person for some reason got baby aggro or girlfriend aggro and has to go away. And you now are down. Girlfriend aggro? Yeah. (laughs) Or wife aggro, either one works. Or wife aggro. Or boyfriend or husband aggro. Yeah, or wife or husband. (laughs) I shouldn't be sexist. That was was my fault. The old old term is called girlfriend aggro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... I think I killed. I think I killed. 
Have you never heard that before? I'm sorry, no, that's the best thing ever. You've never heard BRB Cat on Fire? I'm sorry, I just derailed the whole podcast <laughs> by laughing. I'm so sorry, that's so funny. We have to eventually go over some awesome stuff we've heard or said during a raid or a group that we've dropped, oh. people dropped out of. But anyway, I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, so, uh, life aggro is a good updated okay. term. I, I that agree, is true. life aggro. Life aggro. Okay, so um, you have your... Um, you have your aggro and you lose one of your players. Well, sure. you now have 19 people that want to do this raid. Yeah, and you yeah get... you're just missing one person. So LFR is the easiest way to fix it. Did you Were there ever situations where you were in a complete pug for a raid like that? No. No. I, at least for me. I, I, I mean, okay, there that's was, fair. I mean, even with a 40 man or something like that, like it was still at least like five people that were like, hey, we're going to start this. Sure. And then they pugged the rest. And I'll tell you this. It didn't go well. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, I, I can see how, like, replacing a couple people in an instance wouldn't be harmful, but having, like, literally 20 people that don't know each other would suck. And no communication other yeah. than group chat. I, I mean, there there is definitely issues mm-hmm. in that sense uh, when you pug people, but it allows you to go through the content um, that sure. you weren't able to go through. And yeah, yeah, yeah. as a solo player, a lot of the time, because, you know, the three of us, like, play in different hours, uh, it, it benefits It benefits someone like us where we can sit there and go, like, I really want to hit this content. Uh, I'm not really in a guild or I'm not really, like, you know, pushing to do this, but I'd really love to see raid content and that you've already done your attunement. Mm-hmm. Attunement in itself is a whole nother conversation or argument that needs to happen. But I like the idea of having LFR. Um, even, I mean, mind you, I think LFR should have like multi-tier uh, queuing. So like I should be able to tier PvP and looking for raid because that's going to be like hour, two hour, like three hour. So like queue for both of them at the same time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah like I, awesome. I, I'm going to be able to get like five or six games of PvP before I'm going to before LFR is going to pop. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So, Multi queue would be awesome in general. I'd like to be yeah. able to. I know if the queue times for PvP are going to be roughly 20 minutes. I can at least try and jump into two or three ship hands while I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Although that gets tough to handle because at that point you've kind of committed to finishing this instance. And what if you still have like 20 minutes left in in something and your other queue pops? You kind of – either the game is asking you to ditch the people you're with or the game just doesn't give you the option. You've just missed your queue and you have to start the queue over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. True. That can get frustrating for a lot of different people. Anyways. So you're uh, you're feeling on it, Indigo? Yeah. I'm 100% down. 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I I gotta have to agree that I'm I'm personally okay with an LFR. I know people are like, well, they don't know how to do the content. Uh, as long That's as the you are point of having it, though, yeah, that is the point like, of having it. And here's the thing, uh, attunement's one thing. That's like I said, another discussion. My thought is, we already have this kind of issue with dungeons, veteran dungeons. When you don't know mm-hmm. the dungeon or a brand new dungeon, it's kind of sink or swim. Yeah, and the only the only difference is you have five people versus twenty, so you're the the possibility of detrimenting nineteen other people time and effort is a lot yeah, more. Do you feel that you know with a twenty man uh, raid and you have one guy that's effing the entire team up? You know, to me, it's not sink or swim. It's you know, all right, kick that guy and let's see the next guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's actually what's nice about that. If LFR, yeah, you're gonna have to sacrifice time for it. Theoretically, and you can still technically progress. I mean, people go go linked at all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, not as much anymore, but I've seen. I remember doing raids where people would have linked it in the middle of the raid, and now you're like, okay, well, crap, keep going. We'll get him back afterwards, or maybe mid fight he'll reconnect, or something like that. Uh, taking stuff like healing healing leaders or a, a raid leader, it's probably like an option you can ch- you can check before. But uh, I am okay with it because, like I said, the sink or swim mentality is going to help a lot of players where you can't just jerk around and go, hey, I'm doing that. Oh, I'm dead. Because <laughs> no one's going to really push for that. And it'll be a short streak of, oh, my God, this is horrible. Why are we carrying this POS, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. After after a month or two, it's like, okay, these people are really going for it. They want to progress. They want the orange gear because there's only one style of difficulty right now. They're going to definitely go for it, I would think. I mean, this community has shown that, if we're if the average player is faced with a roadblock, they're pretty good about overcoming it. So I like, really I like to say that everyone rises to the occasion, or at least attempts to. Sure. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, not everyone, but most yeah. people. 
Uh, I also, I, I'm just trying to figure out what else. <laughs> Most of us. Most of us. Uh, I, I'm really curious as to how the implement LFR. I do like so, the multi queue idea, but. It sounds like we're about to move on, but I, I kind of want to hit one more thing on this. Okay, before you, before you move Any on. questions you have in case for something that we might not have thought of or covered? Uh, not really a question, but it, it's just Time Travel asked some specific questions in his post, and I'm kind of curious as to what your questions are or what your responses are. So his post is, I'm curious, uh, for folks in favor of LFR, what are you looking for? And then he gives three, three different choices. Very low barrier to entry i.e. forgiving difficulty, limited time investment, minimal organizational requirements for large group content, uh, or a pass to see the lore and story characters in the raid zones or raid quality loot. So are you looking for a place to spend time that isn't going to demand all of your time? <laughs> or are you looking to you know progress the story? Or are you looking just to get the loot so you can have the loot? And then if you chose very low barrier to entry, he asked two other questions. And these are the two questions I kind of want your opinions on. Okay. What would you view as a reasonable limited time investment? And which of uh, those three is the largest turnoff for you? So is it the difficulty, the time required, or the organization required? Go ahead first. Go. Doc, do you want to go first? Oh, okay, I'll go first. So yeah. for me, the limited bar- the low barrier to entry, uh, since we have so the two-minute system. You, what would you view as a limited time investment? Like, have, what would to you at say least, is, have to at least get uh, a two-minute down. But like for per instance, what oh. do you think is in a reasonable they're, amount of time? They're so for me, that's for kind of LFR. Like, they're yeah, not yeah, yeah. talking oh, okay, about okay. overall game. Oh, okay, yeah. so if I'm so thinking, for someone who's in LFR but they don't, what are your it's not like a raider. Yeah. So my expectation, if I'm doing LFR, would be like if I can get a boss down a night in a reasonable amount of time, three hours or so. Thinking if you're taking into consideration multiple wipes, uh, re- hmm. resetting everybody else up, uh, that kind of felt like an average for LFR stuff and other MMOs, two to three, three hours. hours. Because these are hard bosses, and you have a lot of coordination yeah, between people. Sure. So having that time, to, if I get, if I can go into LFR knowing I'm going to spend an evening taking down a boss, two to three hours sounds like a pretty decent investment so for LFR. Across the board for people using LFR, expecting them to stay in whatever instance for three hours is reasonable? Yeah, it seems reasonable, especially since most raiding hours for other raids, for raid guilds, uh-huh. seem to be that, like, hey, we're going for uh, x89 tonight, we're going to spend two hours or so, because... We're gonna probably wipe a few times. If we have a successful sure. run, sure, and sure. even if not a successful run, knowing you've, I wouldn't consider it a bad investment of time if you don't complete the boss in LFR. Yeah, if you, you can learn how to compl- exactly. Absolutely, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, as for turnoffs, I don't really have any for it. So the uh, difficulty or time or organization required for a raid. The organization could actually be a turnoff. I take that back. Organization could be a, a, a turnoff if you have people who are gonna be really nitpicky or really gung ho about it. And they're sure. just not taking cooperation or, or communication constructively. Yeah. As for yeah, what I'm I would... on the same page. Like, the organization is is really the, like, the that, huge problem with that's it. That's something I would it think... It takes personalities to be cohesive to get something like that to or, work. Or, don't even give them the option. The option is simply when you sign up for LFR. Give them checkmark boxes. Are you going to be healing, DPSing, or tanking? Okay, once you check that, checkmark that box. Are you okay with being a raid lead? Yes or no? Just click the box if yes. That yeah, way, how do you, there's, there's no way to get them to did. respect that. There's no way to That's get very true. 19 but people to respect this randomly generated raid leader. That like, is very not... true. But if if you are able to select the raid lead, the game is un- under the assumption of you feel like you are skilled enough and are able to communicate well enough to take on that responsibility. I, would say I wouldn't. I 80% honest, of the people to. that click that button will not have the personality required to perform that role. Possibly, but personally, as as my own player, I would never click that kind of a, a prerequisite because uh, I yeah, don't believe I'd be I, I, would, I, would, I would. I would only allow you to click that if you've done the content before. I mean, That'd be good, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. And as for, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it's the raid biggest, babysitter at that point. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, for me, yeah. But the thing is, you would you might want to go through a raid multiple times because you didn't get the drop. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it so, shouldn't be. I'm just making a joke. Jeez. But even for <laughs> not so funny. <laughs> if we went to the other two. The hip, the hypocrisy of me being if I'm going into LFR specifically, I don't care about the lore at that point. I don't want to hear the story. I want to go for the challenge. I want to make sure that I can pull my weight in a raid, and I want to make sure that I can work with a team in a raid. If we're only going with one difficulty, multiple difficulties are a story, but uh, I would do it for simply the loot and to know that I could do it, and then move on and progress. When I get into a raid group or guild, then I want to go back there and go. Oh, I want to collect the books. Oh, I want to see the cutscenes. But for I... LFR, I want to go right into it. I think you and I change brains for a night. 
I would. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's okay because you're both kind of dumb. So I mean, oh, it's, really, it's really a wash at this point. Indigo, your turn. Uh, so for me, it's the organization. That's a huge turnoff because the thing is, the organization um, that one encompasses the other two. So as an organizer, you have to organize, and you have to spend a tremendous amount of time out of game organizing and reading up and finding what's going on with the bosses and stuff like that as well as understanding like understanding what you what's going to be beneficial for you I, I i think organization is difficult and i i think adding lfr allows those people who don't want to deal with that aspect aka the three of us <laughs> um yeah uh, I think it's awesome, but you better damn well believe if I'm going through there, I'm going to be watching the lore videos. I'm going to try to collect the books. I'm not going to read the books, but I'm definitely going to collect them because it's a thing I can click on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if I'm if I'm going through a raid, I'm definitely going to watch it. It's like, I don't know how often I'm going to be able to go through this content. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely want to see these cutscenes, and I want to see what's going on and I want to progress the story a little bit better than I have in the past. Um, so uh, lore is awesome, but honestly, the biggest thing is organization. I don't want to be the person that organizes it. I just don't have the time. Yeah. I don't have the energy and sure. I don't have the patience to be able to do that. And it's a fault of my own and I get it, but there are people that are out there that do it and are good at it. And if they're willing to allow a pug to come in for a couple slots, and again, I, I really do think that it's not going to be full on 20 man pugs. I mean, it's possible people, it could happen. I'm really thinking it's going to be 10, 15 man groups, person groups that, um, want to get to this content and are willing to pug the last couple guys. And, you know, as for the time restraints, three or four hours is, is not casual gaming. That's, that's no. a serious time yeah. you know, investment. That's a commitment. And so not only that, for that how long, work, like if was, I were to do mm -hmm. a three hour session, when I got home, I'd be going to bed at like 11 o'clock. Okay. And I mean, yes, gamers go to bed late, but I have a job. I have a long commute. I don't go to bed late normally. So, that like for someone in my situation, and I'm sure there are plenty of other people in my situation with you know long commutes, get home late, go to work early. It's not possible. It's just three hours is not a legitimate request. And and I mean that may that might exclude me from raiding. Like if there's any type of genre that would exclude people, it's MMOs like that. It, it's just yeah. sometimes you can't do it. And right now I can't do it. So that's that's kind of. Like I, I think three hours is legitimate, but not for I don't I, not for casuals. But I don't think casuals really get to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Unfortunately. So I'm gonna uh, move though. I, I honestly, <laughs> uh, if we're going into LFR though, I would like to see multiple difficulties go with it. You think? I would personally like to see it. That's just me though. Because there are some issues with it, and especially if you're gonna have more than one raid, you're gonna have the bo the boss in the box, like Chad has mentioned. Uh, I think this might be eventually a good time to start going into that. It's just me, though. So what's the next thing of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get into. Yeah, we've already we've already we've already had a weird swap yeah. there of like lore, because now the Indigo yeah. likes lore. <laughs> I like videos. Damn it! And <laughs> <laughs> so we have a promotion in our in in uh, our in Carbine and. Uh, Ready your pitchforks if you like for the future, so you know the name, or you know, give the guy a fair shake. Hildegin is taking over as the battlegrounds domain owner. So, in other words, Which, by the way, anyone else think it was funny that they did it on April first? Yeah, that was silly. Eh, it could be like the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool thing. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a joke. In this case, it's not. I'm not saying that it has to be a joke, but like I noticed that they did multiple promotions on that day and like moved people around within Carbine on that day specifically, and I was like, "This is weird. Is this a joke?" Well, let's see. His favorite hobbies are archery, yo-yo, and replica armor weaponry. Weaponry. We weaponry. Oh, that's cool. Weapon armory collections. Weapon. 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 And yes. his spirit see... animal is Vegeta. Did... <laughs> I didn't read that part. Yeah. Did you see uh, Time Travel's post right after that? Mm. Bacon Wizard! Bacon Wizard! Sorry. <laughs> so Hilbajan is going to help take over all the Battleground stuff. If you are if you have any questions for him, his Twitter is CRBHilbajan. Please keep them polite, professional, and constructive. If you have an issue with those things, 
then go shove off. But if you want to see Battlegrounds get better, he's the guy you want to talk to now in the forums and Twitter. Yes, Indigo. When are we going to see the snow Battlegrounds? Hildegin, answer that question. Post it in the forums. Indigo. Hold, hold on, hold on. I'm waiting. No, that's... God damn it. Move on. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on from there. Through his silence, please move and all on. All we hear is lore! The yeah. Discovery of Nexus came out this week. Uh... And... Because I've been so busy, I actually didn't really get to read most of this lore. But we are pretty much catching up to ground zero from where the game is. Yeah, we're almost done with this timeline, aren't we? We only have one more little bubble. This timeline is almost done. We have the discovery of Nexus in 1658 AE. And this one's going to follow... Oh my god, what is his name again? I forgot. Dorian Walker. There we go. It's pretty much the Exile's last last chance, last grasp at getting into, finding some way to survive because people are low on fuel, they're low on oxygen, they can't go much further. They're, the Dominion might just right out win this war if just based on attrition. Mm-hmm. They're, on, they're on their last legs. And if you follow the lore at all, or if you kind of loosely know Nexus by playing the game or by hearing about it, this last-ditch effort ends up being beneficial to them and horrible for everybody else that touches foot on Nexus from here on out. So, I, that one, give that one a read. I'm going to definitely read a little more when I'm done because we've realized real quickly in this game that it's a dark place. This whole universe is a very dark place to be in. It's not just just because we have rainbows and anniversary aroused hour that are plastered with candy doesn't make the, the story and scenes... Spoilers! Um, Ugh! Doesn't mean it's any less dangerous and any less holy fuck shit. This is dark. Holy fuck shit. This is dark. Yeah. <laughs> and since you two probably have no honest input on this, I'm just gonna move on from there. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I wanted to ask a question, and this isn't really anything any of us can answer. But did uh, did anyone fix the whole dead eye, left eye being messed up, and it was really the right eye? You know, the thing that uh, um, Clover pointed out to Pappy. <laughs> so has, has anyone fixed that yet? <laughs> uh, at Clover WS, she noticed while playing the game that Dead Eye has mentioned that one of his eyes is dead, gone, but the other eye is covered up. Mm-hmm. So she simply messaged, uh, messaged Pappy and said, "Hey, what's going on here?" And Pappy's like, "Um, stuff. Recon incoming. <laughs> you saw nothing." Like said it was his left eye, and then all of the animations and all of the actual characters—it was the right eye, or vice versa, one or the other. It was really. I'm, funny. I'm pretty sure someone aspired. That's why Hildegard got promoted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just—it's just like a tactic to throw off his enemies. Exactly. I like in that brief was second where they're like, wait, I thought it was his other eye. And then I get like shot in the head. And I go, well, that didn't Split work out second well decision. You're a dead man. <laughs> so on that, uh, anniversary rest hour. Yeah! More pets! <laughs> so and more pets have been data mined. So we mentioned a few weeks ago, we talked about Invasion Nexus PTR stuff. There is an anniversary present happening to every player who has been on for a year or has been there for the first year of play. I don't know what the cutoff date is, but the prize is a new pet. So everyone's going to get one pet if you've been here for a year. It's called the Anniversary Roused Hour. Anniversary you sound so silly when you That is something. hard to pronounce. Yeah, anniversary Roused Hour. That's close. It's freaking anniversary, long. Anniversary Roused Hour. It, it just looks like the Roused Hour across... It looks like someone like graffitied on a Roused Hour. <laughs> and slapped it with a giant candy cane or j- lollipop. What it really looks like is that somebody took a Rouse Jower and then went into Photoshop and just smashed the keyboard and then put a lollipop on its nose. Better no. question. All right, all right. Since you two all had your, your version of it, it looks like Krug after a party. <laughs> <laughs> With the big baggy eyes. No, 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 no. Its eyes aren't bloodshot enough. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, uh, honest question. Has anyone ever seen a lollipop? Like... Legitimately. Has, hold on. Is that We're your honest grown, question? That's has an honest question. We're full grown adults. This weird sheep alien thing has a giant lollipop on its face. I have never seen a lollipop in real life in my life. I'm 27 years old. You've never seen a lot. I call totally. It's only in like any like video games and cartoons and shit. I've never actually seen a lollipop in in person. I'm, it's an I'm, honest I'm, question. I've never seen doc, one. The first convention we go to, I'm bringing you a giant <laughs> lollipop. And I don't mean that in any way other than candy, okay? Don't even go oh. there. I know what you're all thinking. Oh, my. Candy. I'm just talking uh-huh. about candy. Uh-huh. 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 
Anyway, not just one pet, but two pets have been unleashed this week. And uh, I think this is probably one of the cutest pets they've made so far. And it is called the War Piglet. And we're putting the link out in the description. It is being data mined. Both of these creatures could cease to exist. <laughs> so, you know the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer like story where there's one reindeer that just looks a little bit different from the rest and they all shun him? This looks like the Zergling version of that. It looks like a fat, chubby Zergling. I just wonder why it has a goatee. Or it looks like the War Pig button baby version. Nope. Looks like a fat, chubby Zergling to me. Okay. That's what it looks like to me. Why does it have a goatee? It looks like it has a goatee <laughs> it does and a have a goatee. <laughs> so what's the weirdest thing? Like, I don't mind the fact that it has like spider eyes, six eyes. It's but it's got... It's a good old boy, Piglet. It's it's actually pretty cute, though. Uh, the get this. It's obviously the piglet for the war pig you get, which is really cool. Also, I kind of want the war pig. Did they say how we get this? They have not no. mentioned it, but I'm going to go out on the limb based on the name. It's going to be associated with war plots. Ooh. So if you really want that pet, because pets mm. are exclusive to what kind of content you've done, there nope. are pets you can only get with renown. Mm-hmm. There are pets you can and only prestige. get and prestige. There are pets you can only get through accomplishing certain uh, tasks, and there are certain pets you can only get when you've. Um, I think uh, they come from boom boxes too. I think and some uh... are rare drops. Some are rare drops as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if war pl- if the war piglet only shows up in the war plots. <laughs> you just get all mad that I mentioned a pet could only be available through uh, boom box. Yeah. Because there is shit from boomboxes that I still have not gotten, and I have opened up all, like, one bajillion of my boomboxes. I still have tons of boomboxes. Yeah, I still have, like, 50 boomboxes. I'm you waiting had... for the drop, the boombox drop that just makes boomboxes useful. When's the, when's the last <laughs> time? Be like, this is drop six. We're just turning all your boomboxes into useful things. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, thanks, Carmine. Also, to chat, uh, yes, I've been to many good candy stores. Still never seen a lollipop. Uh, two. Has, when's well, the last time if, anyone if really been to that many candy stores and you've never seen a, uh, a lollipop? Wait, wait, hold on, just, the, the question is the question is lollipop. The question the important is, question is must the be answered. That shaped. No, no, no. Because right? yes, like I, that. Because that could suckers. All that needs to happen. Oh yeah, everyone's seen a sucker or like the or like the spiral lollipops. I've seen those, but I've never seen the round like Cartoon Network style. Like ones Duck. like Daffy Duck puts it in his mouth and it like Duck. twists his head around. Yes. Let me take you to the candy shop. Oh, oh no oh, no God. that shush oh you. baby girl, don't you stop oh so you hit that spot whoa <laughs> you wait you go to disneyland on a regular basis i've never seen a lollipop at disneyland i don't go to the candy stores at disneyland topic. can we move on with this topic <laughs> i'll keep singing that song if we don't move on okay to yes topic. okay to chat and to our <laughs> listeners legit question when is the last time you've opened up a boom box and what did you get inside it? Because myself, the last one I opened up was like two and a half months ago, and it was another freaking prestige potion. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what you need. In when life. PvP was dead, yeah. it just sat there for like two months. Yep. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't, can't make me. No. All right, move on. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so th- I think the next thing is uh, is kind of a big one, but we're actually not going to talk tremendously about it this week because w- we need to digest it and just kind of go over it, which is uh, the patch notes the that patch came notes, out yeah. on 4.2. Um, Give I, us a week, I, ladies and gentlemen. We'll, we'll dissect it then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this week is just, 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 just too much going on. It's I will, I will point out one thing about, about the PTR, which is uh, under the character section, uh, there's a change that says – all foot wipe and then parentheses poo shoe uh, stand variations have been removed from the human females. And I just like that they called wiping your feet poo shoe. Is it like an idle animation? I've never seen that either. Uh, or is I don't it a know. new emote? I don't know. It really doesn't make sense to me. I just like the words poo shoe. But it's really, really big. And chat right now, if you're listening yeah. to the MP3, they're like, yeah, I haven't opened one up in a long time. All mine are gone. And someone said, yeah, today. It was a freaking minor reputation in last again. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely dissect patch notes this coming week. We'll give you the headlights, or the highlights. Oh, my God, next the week, the next of podcast tomorrow, today. Anyway, two more, possibly three things to talk about because they're actually pretty big. Um, I'm gonna go with the second one first because Carbine had its tenth birthday this week. God, damn you! God, I hate you. I had the. <laughs> the chat all prepared and ready to go. Gotta think on your feet, buddy. 
Gotta be a huge dick. Anyway, For those sorry. of you that don't know, Carbine is 10 years old today. That seems really odd to people that don't understand game development. Why is a development team that only has one game 10 years old? Because it MMOs, takes that long. MMOs take forever to make. Yup. Especially when you're trying to aim for the fences. Yeah. And you succeed on, like, most of it. <laughs> and you well, do, like, honest. a decent job. You're pretty, or, fucking, or, pretty or, fucking good. Or you say, we're going to add more shit, and everyone else goes, oh, my God, we have to add more shit. Yeah. <laughs> or you change your name, and you change your development course, and you rechange your game completely and start from scratch. A lot of stuff happens in 10 years. So the good through the bad, Carbine is now 10 years old. Uh, I, that's actually pretty cool. Happy it, birthday. Yeah, seriously. Pappy had some tweets on it. Uh, did they get – I wonder if they got anything cool, like – you know what I think we should do? And I didn't talk to you guys about this before, but I think we should do it. Okay. I think we should sing them happy birthday right nope. now. Please. Happy birthday to you. Done. First of all, we can't. It's a copywritten song. Actually, technically it's not, but they'll still Bull try crap. to ask us for money for it. Bull crap. There was a, this is the week of random tangents. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go through this real fast. Those motherfuckers know they don't actually have a right to that song. And yet they still put out cease and desist and they still claim for money and everyone's too scared to go against them because they will lose for some weird ass reason. Who's them? I think it's like CBS or NBC owns the rights to Happy Birthday. Fuck that really hard. Yeah, because for some weird thing, but actually isn't the case. A court found out a few years ago. It wasn't the case, but they still get money from it because people are assholes. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, whatever. We won't sing Happy Birthday then. I just did. CBS or NBC or whoever the fuck is an asshole. Sorry. I'm gonna laugh if it's either of them. Okay, well then, whoever it is. <laughs> anyway, thing that we can't be happy with because of copyright law. Yeah, fuck copyright law for the most part. Just don't steal our images. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy birthday! Uh, here's here's too many more awesome anniversaries. Uh, yes. I kind of want to hope we get to 15 Cheers. or 20. It'd be nice. Just saying. 10 years is a long time. Okay, calm down there, buddy. And Just keep going and stop sounding so depressed about it. <laughs> I hope we make it to 11. Because they don't have any artists, apparently. See that segue? Yeah, that was good and shitty at the same time. Yeah, it was just shitty. Oh, yeah. I hate you both. Anyway, for everyone on the internet that draws better than I do, and everyone on the internet has friends that draw better than I do, Carbine is actually hiring right now. Uh, obviously, they're not, they're not asking us to do this. I just found this interesting, and I know there are a lot of people in the internet and the breadth and scope of it who like the game or just need a job because the economy sucks in general. They're looking for a UI artist and a UI designer. We can put the Indeed. link in there. Uh, based, the one big prerequisite is that they would like people to apply that have already published a game before. Yes. and Specifically, so- at least one year of experience in whatever role on a shipped title. So yeah. it can't just be, I worked on a game that never saw the light of day. Like, it has to be something that actually got out into the public. Yeah, so even if it's technically, I guess, like a iOS game that's been launched, you could technically put a resume. Well, okay. well, in that case, Doc, oh, no, 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 it was Krug's character on The Sims that uh, yep. was making games. So Damn. Krug's character could get a job working as a UI artist. Yeah. Mm. My character's so cool. So I, we just wanted to give the heads up on that because I know people would, I'd love to see who can bring more awesome stuff to the table for this game and people need jobs, man. So the fun. reason why I, I really liked this post and I'm glad that you put it on here, not, not necessarily cause yay, people need jobs, but the reason I really liked it and the reason why I'm happy you put it on there is because it shows like they're looking for a UI designer or a UI artist, which makes me think that they're really re trying to associate their UI, which is something that we all talk about on a regular basis. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm super psyched at that. That means that they know that this is an issue and that, that they're moving forward on it and that it's not just like putting it on the back burner. They're actually looking for it. And you'd yeah, be surprised how many times games, especially MMOs, change their UI and you don't even realize it when they have to add new stuff to it, when they add new features. Yeah. I'd, I'd be okay with them changing it again as long as they change the whole thing. That's all I want. I just yeah. want the whole thing to change, the whole thing to be cohesive. Like another example is Smite did a UI overhaul and it's <laughs> the same exact problem. Like <laughs> they changed a lot of it to look cohesive and, and good, but there were just bits of it, like important bits of it that were still the old UI. And it was just like, this looks ugly and out of place and I don't like it. Well, what, what happens What happens in game development is you start looking at the way your players play the game and the way your developers create the game and you start to streamline 
and cut out features or extraneous stuff that you thought looked really cool but really weren't that practical or useful when they started playing it. Like, we noticed it with the very first iteration of the UI for Wildstar. They had a really cool pyramid scheme in the center that was compact, it was really cool, but it made combat really difficult. Yeah. UI looked great. It looks fine. Mm -hmm. It it made sense until it went into practice and like, well, you can't see behind you. What happens if you're playing a melee class? Yeah. Uh, you can't you can't see telegraphs, so we had to change it. And then now we see recently with the like, nameplates changing for uh, being able to condense uh, cast bars, so you're not constantly seeing random crap flying on your screen. It's a very interesting art field to get into. It's a very interesting problem solving field to get into. Yeah. So I would say uh, if you think you can do it, or you have a friend that knows you can do it, get have, pass that along to them. I might try applying because why and not? I'll- I'll even add something to that. If you or your friend end up getting this job because you heard it from STOS, be sure to let everybody at Carbine know where you heard the job. And also, <laughs> be sure to send all of your emails that you get from Carbine to just, us. Just in general. Just in general, all of them. It would be great. It would be very helpful to us to steal all your emails. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> I don't think stealing your emails is the best. But I would say, I would say uh, if you do get it and you heard from SQS, you definitely need to go in there and go like, you know what you guys need to do? Those guys over at SDS really love you guys. You guys should like do exclusive interviews with those guys. <laughs> or like and invite like, them over for slumber parties. Ooh, yes, slumber wait, parties. I was waiting until you said slumber parties. No, you know how awesome that would be? Us in our PJs with like. for slumber parties, you can stay. Yeah, you know how awesome that would be when it's just me and they go in our PJs with like time travel and he'll then just sitting there telling like, spooky and stories and, and playing Truth or Dare. And then we're like, we're like, all right, guys, we're going to get and Pappy's got, there. Pappy's I, there, and he's like, "I got a story for you guys. Come sit down." And we all sit around in a circle, and he tells his scary stories. I'm Nexus. not actually guys. bald, <gasps> guys. I just got a, an email to the STOS email address. Um, there's now a restraining order against you. <laughs> so I think that's kind of out. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I definitely. You know what? There's some. There's some talk about it in chat from some people that are artists or have some some art backgrounds and there's an interesting little thing about entry level positions and senior level positions that is far beyond the gaming podcast that we are but it's a very interesting conversation to have nonetheless but we yeah. probably shouldn't have it now because that just goes into weird tangents and we might not be able to properly explain speaking of weird tangents john f Siegsack is the owner of happy birthday cool who congratulations to him he's probably john- dead no, John F. Csec, uh he acquired it in 1932 and has given it to his son. He is dead, but his son has it now. So, uh, And then uh, who is the former Warner Brothers Music Group? So there you go. I don't think anybody gives a fuck, dude. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. So, t- so, so the Warner Music Group. I snopes that shit. Hmm. And I apparently killed the group by saying it. <laughs> <laughs> that was just happened. That was awkward. Well, we could talk about one more thing that's kind of cool, or we could just call it a short podcast of the night. No, I no, think no. we should hit the last thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know you're tired, but... No, I'll, 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 well, basically, uh, we've hit a lot of the major points this week, and the PTR notes are so massive that the last time it took us an hour with four people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just brutal. Uh, yeah. So we're, we might even get some extra help with that one next week, possibly. Yeah. So as for this, there was a really cool rumbling that happened this week, and someone I was talking to about this uh, today was mentioning how awesome that this news is happening in the first place. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Twitch or streaming, a very prominent World of Warcraft streamer named Towley. He, from what I from what I hear from other people that have met him at cons and whatnot, they are he's really fucking cool. He's super chill. I've watched his stream quite a few times whenever I play WoW. Even now, I I don't play WoW anymore, but I would definitely watch his stream. He is a really cool guy. He talks to his community. He's really interactive. And he's been jokingly talking about going into playing Wildstar because he played it in beta, I think it was, or a little a little run launch, and then dropped out for what a lot of people agreed with. It was like, uh, guys, I just it's the game's not where I want it to be. I'm not having fun. I'm going to go back to WoW. And uh, hammers up, if you've ever been to Tally's stream. Um, he's just a really cool guy. And I guess on a whim, he's like, hey, I'm going to start streaming again. He started popping out, and apparently it was a hit. People were popping in. They were talking about it. They weren't being negative about it. Carbiners were coming in and doing it, and just the news of it spread pretty quickly in a day. 
And I was a little torn about it. And I want to know what you guys think about this too. Because I have nothing against Tally. He's a fantastic streamer. He's a really cool guy. And I would like to meet him. I'd like to have a beer with him. Uh, I guess I'm a little... What's the right word? Disappointed or sad. Uh, he got a lot of... In 24 hours, he had a lot of exposure. It was popping, popping all over Twitter. And yet a few months ago, we had uh, Victorious Failures do the Failure to 50 stream. And there was maybe one or two mentions of it. We tried our best to help promote it as well as, as it was happening. And we've mentioned them a few times since then. But mm-hmm. it didn't seem like people cared. And Failure to, fi- fa- Failure to 50, they didn't talk a whole lot, at least to the community. But they were very talkative and they had personalities. They were pretty cool guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I- I'm taking us out of the equation because we're not streaming gameplay for the most part. We're just a streaming podcast show. Sure. I I guess I was disappointed that... All the focus on Tally. Awesome, cool, great personality streamer, but there wasn't much love to Well, I mean, the other welcome guys. to the entertainment industry. Like, when you have an audience, you have that audience. And no matter yeah. what you do, you're going to get attention. If you don't have an audience, it's True. hard to get attention. And like, yeah, it would be great if there could be, like, equal exposure for people doing good content, regardless of whether it's new or old or, like, whether it's Wildstar WoW. But that's not how it works. Like, True. I, and I don't, I don't expect people to make it work that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And someone put this into perspective for me was like, hey, well, we've had a shift in the way that we're promoting, or the Carbine is promoting the game and its streamers and its fan art. So maybe this is the beginning of their first big push to to really put the news out there to, hey, these guys are streaming the game. Hey, these guys are doing this. Well, I, you, you're talking about how they went about it once Tally said he was doing it. You're not talking about Tally himself. No, not Tally himself, no. Oh, okay, okay. Just yeah, the way yeah, it was yeah. kind of gone about. It was a lot of exposure, which I totally freaking loved. It just kind of felt, I felt a little sad that we have streamers now. They don't get big numbers, but they still stream. Part of the reason why they might not have good numbers is they're not personable. Mm -hmm. Even the ones that are don't get big numbers and aren't really given a shout out. And I've, someone put it in in perspective to me and saying ever since they've had a switch in community uh, lead and a more stable community team, there's been more mentions of streamers, more mentions of fan art more mentions of active community or active events so maybe it's just i I just noticed the old and the new way of doing it and honestly like having a large name in streaming i mean he's he's a lot of people uh appreciate him as a streamer and i have no issue with that whatsoever anyone hell if pewdiepie the the that guy came over to pewdiepie sorry Came I'm probably over. gonna get sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> Came over to Wildstar and brought a, a whole bunch of people over to Wildstar. You you have to realize that it's it's a um, it's a what is it? How do you? It's a lasting effect. Um, so for example, he comes over, um, or he or she, a large streamer comes over, starts playing the game. People see the game again. I noticed that people in chat were saying, "Well, it wasn't that great because all they're doing is bitching about buy to play." But what it's doing is it's exposing the game to these people who wouldn't necessarily be interested in the game, but because someone that they appreciate or that they like are playing the game, they go, well, maybe I'll look at it. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I'll try a month of subscription. I'll just get cred. Oh, well, oh, I'm I'm really enjoying this game. This is a lot of fun. I'm going to keep playing this game. And then you get those numbers. Yeah, they may be bitching about, oh, this needs to be buy to play because whatever reasoning behind it. But, I mean, those people exist in WoW, and that game's, you know, yeah running strong so i mean whatever kind of content that they were talking about or the, the problems that they're that they're bitching about in in strat in chat they can turn around and that is exposing a small percentage so um something i always tell krug is like okay if we send something out i expect 10 percent of the people that see it interact with it so for example if we pay for a post that goes out to you know 100 people i expect 10 people are going to either click on it or you know, um, actually write or actually do something about it. But everyone saw it, and if you have a hundred thousand people in a stream, what I mean, that's an absurd number. I am aware. If you have a thousand people in a stream, seeing ten percent of those people are going to go, well, I'll try the game out. It's a ten-day free trial going out right now. Why not? I'll try it. And then that ten percent of that number actually stays with the game. So. It just increases and it helps the whole entire game. It helps the population. And, and, and it's it will help us as well because those people are starting to enjoy the game and then they go, well, I want to figure out what's going on with the, like, with the game and what's going on with patch notes and what's going on with this, what what updates are happening. And then they go, oh, well, S2S does S2S Live every week and they're giving us the news and reviews and all that other stuff that's going on. I'll just watch them 
And then that helps us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're not the ones turning around and getting the stardom and going, oh, my God, S2S is amazing. Or, you know, a failures to 50, those guys were rocking. But those guys are going to get a ripple effect from a large presenter coming in, you know? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you said quite a bit that I agree with, so I have mm-hmm. much to contribute to that. And uh, someone in chat pointed out that, hey, there's actually a bigger name streamer that's still – or a, as big a name a streamer as Tally that we've overlooked. At least I personally overlooked. I didn't realize that he was streaming it. Uh, I believe it goes – he goes by the name of – PewDiePie? No. QMB Saints. <laughs> PewDiePie! QMB Saints was streaming as well. And he's – from what I – from what uh, CK Jester was saying, he's just as informative. He's just as personable as Tally. So it's just awesome that we're getting not only Tally, Tally only because he's the big name. It's kind of like talking about the giant in the room. But the fact that QMG Saints is going about it and Victorious Baylor's is going about it. Uh, the fact that we're getting more personable names and the fact that they're getting proper exposure from the community. Uh, that's what I was, I'm really happy about. I, I guess I was just sad and I realized the difference a few months has made in the exposure of the community. But oh yeah, it's exactly what we've wanted as a community. And I'm super excited about it. I'm I'm so happy. I, again, even even the joke that I made at the very beginning about the the guys that were turning around like, what drop is this? Drop five when we hit when like the fact is is that it's popping. There's a larger community. The fact that PvP is you know on average a, a, a one to two minute wait in the afternoons is amazing. And, you know, like all of this has a huge effect as a whole in the community and how the community is coming in and supporting and, and pushing through. I, I love all of it. So I'm just tap, tapping this one real fast. Cause... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's wait. Like everyone let's, else. Let's just, so that... let's just slow down everything <laughs> so I can make sure that Oblong Ship had his proper shout out. Yeah. Oblong Ship, you derailed this podcast worse than I have ever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He contributed more because he likes the podcast. <laughs> you just constantly derail it. I'd rather have Oblong do that. I'd rather have Oblong interrupt me and go, look, 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 look. Oblong, do you want to just take the spot over? Like, this whole window? Because... Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We got tired of this shit a few weeks ago. Whoa, that's it. We were done. I what fucking... That's it. I was done. I was getting ready to pop on out, and so was Indigo, and fucking Krug never has a 50. Never a fucking 50. Never. Yeah. So, like, God damn it. What are we going to do? Like, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do this anymore. It's bullshit. And then Behalter and Avid Goo were like, guys, we, we can't do this either. Like, this is fucking bullshit. And we were like, dude, this is amazing. What we should do, like, just to reinvigorate everything is, one, kick you out. <laughs> calling you out right now on stream. And fucking bring in some actual talent. Wow. Wow. This is mind you. First mind of you. all, I'm going to refer you to my manager, Rabbit. She, <laughs> she can take all of those questions and deal with them. Uh, I'm not legally uh, entitled to, to answer those questions. They all have to go through my management. Second of all... Do you pay her enough? Because you're not that funny. Do you pay her in bowls? We should actually... In the alley and shoot you with my spell singer guns. about that because that was hilarious. So um, last week, um, it was April Fool's Day. No, it was this week. No, last this, week, you're right. Last week, Recording, yeah. yeah. So last week was April Fool's Day, and Beholter shoots Doc and myself and Avid uh, um, a tweet. And, and he says, tries to shoot Krug one, but Krug wasn't following him. Yes. I'm a scrub. I'm a, yes. I'm a Twitter scrub still. So he hadn't followed him. He's like, all right, guys, I got an April Fool's Day joke. You guys have to just back me up on this. Just And then we're and then Doc and, and Avid were like, well, well, we'll see. And I was like, I'm in. I don't care what it is. I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. And uh, and so the, there's this entire stream of tweeting all day on April Fool's Day about uh, what we st- call it Wild Q, which was Q. Doc, Indigo, uh, Avid, and Beholter, the, the four of us, um, were going to have our own show, and we were just going to uh, um, kick Krug out, and we were going to talk about lore and all this wonderful, <laughs> great stuff. Mind you, I, I may have said that my my eyes have to be taped open so that I can <laughs> stay awake for that. But, yeah, it was great. It was pretty funny. Uh, sorry, I just – I wanted to go – it was a funny thing. We actually might have some uh, fun with them in the future, but uh... – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Hopefully. I like those guys. Yeah, and, you know, those guys are great. And um, uh, Clover and I were actually pitching an idea back and forth between each other about – working with them and uh that's something for after the show that we can talk about (laughs) (laughs) but um no it was it was hilarious it was great it was uh, it was very very funny on beholder's part um 
just it was hilarious. I like how it broke a few people. And it oh. wasn't like it wasn't like, oh my god, Wildcast is gone or oh my god, Strange Hell is gone. It's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> actually it was more like what what happened to Krug? <laughs> people were actually concerned about you. So so I didn't we had get any of that. All I got was finally Krug's gone. Hashtag destroy all. No, no, no. So so in so the the Q Times group has a Facebook chat that we use yes, we to to talk to each other on a regular basis so that we know, hey, can you review this or can you know, I'm thinking about doing this, blah blah blah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh so that went out and a couple of the members were like, "Whoa, is this an April Fool's joke or is this serious?" And I was like, well, I'm going to troll you right now. Like, <laughs> 100% true. Well, what's going on? What about Krug? And we're just like, well, Krug stopped playing the game. So, like, we, you know, he, we, our motto at Q Times is if you're not passionate about the game, then you, you know, then you don't create no content. No forcing you to be here. And so they're like, they're like, oh my God. Like, it's okay. They, I'm like, well, they just didn't know that he couldn't get online. Times. He's just not going to produce content. And in fact, it was his idea. And they were just losing their mind. It was yep. hilarious. It was, oh. it was literally the best. It was funny. Anyway, that was April Fool's. Uh, it, that was pretty good. I think we still have the Wild Q logo on Twitter, too. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> we're going to leave it at that for the audio podcast for the week. And if you guys, I'd love to hear your guys' uh, questions or at least your responses about LFR and reply to that uh, that thread we, we put the link up. It would be great to hear what you guys think about it. As for Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 39, I have with me Krug. I'm Krug! I have Indigo. Indigo! And if you want to catch us, go to qtimes.com, look for STOS, look for at underscore strange tales, or sorry, strange underscore tales on Twitter all of our respective Twitters. And that is it for this week. Everyone have a good time.